Hi everyone and welcome into Becoming a Hospitality Leader. My name is Morgan. I'm traveling around the world to meet junior managers and CEOs working into the field of hospitality. If you're a student in hospitality or professional looking for testimonials of real leaders working in this field, this podcast is made for you. You will hear about recruitment process, customer service, revenue management for professionals that have over 10 years of career, and so many stories you can find in books. Ready for the show? Hi everyone! So today we are having a new guest for a new podcast and uh, thank you for joining us. So I'm with uh, Olga, Hello. who is the general manager of Margot House Hotel. So Olga, would you mind to explain to our listeners a bit more about your venue and your job? Sure. Hello, good afternoon, good morning. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>, well. <laughs> I don't know if it's... No, no usually people, they just uh, listen oh, to the podcast uh, anytime. anytime. So, hello. Um, yes, I'm Olga, the um, hotel manager of Margot House. It's a property located in Passeig de Gracia. It's one of the main avenues in Barcelona, high-end um, shopping district. Yeah, you find all the, like, the Chanel, Gucci uh, shop. It's, like, super beautiful street. <laughs> Correct. And we are located in a res- residential building on the on the main street, in a principal floor, which is um, a bit hidden from the from the main. It's uh, completely entry. hidden, actually. <laughs> she's she's polite. <laughs> Spent ten minutes in front of the building before finding it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's what our guest looks for. Yeah. And how many rooms do you have? We have nine rooms. Yeah, and you're more like a boutique hotel. That's correct. The design is uh, Scandinavian. Yes, very minimalist, very Nordic style, clean, white and, and wood. However, most of the furnitures are coming from people that, designers that come from nearby Barcelona. Correct. We try to focus to make sure that all our furniture and lights and decoration, even the bed linen, are from local brands. So we enhance the, the local uh, yeah, forward Thanks. to the people, <laughs> Catalonia. <laughs> exactly. So what kind of clients do you have in your nine amazing rooms? Most of our clients would come from Asia, uh, Singapore, Hong Kong, main, main China, uh, Japan, Korea. And we also have some uh, guests from North of Europe and some Americans. Yeah, because you guys might not have been to Asia, but most of Asians... Hotels like High Hand have very minimalistic Japanese inspiration style. And actually the Nordic style match really well with this one. So yeah, Asians like minimalistic and wood, mm. which is how the decoration is here. Uh, which are the main assets of your venue? Well, we have uh, only nine rooms and we have a main kitchen where the breakfast is served. And I would say the main asset is our living room so oh, yeah it's plenty of daylight and uh, nice clean decoration you can use it after breakfast you can use it for uh, working with your computer you can read a book you can just uh, rest and, and have a glass of uh, wine yeah you guys i'm gonna put uh, the link of the of the website of the hotel in the description so you can see but yeah, the living room where we are is amazing, and I love the book selection, which is so about traveling. So, yeah, and all the plants. Well, I'm a plant lover. Um, so because the concept is a boutique hotel, you have nine rooms. So if I understood well, your 
objective is to make that people feel like home. Mm -hmm. So how do you achieve it? Well, it's very important for us to really know our guests even before they arrive. So nowadays we have this amazing tool, which is Google. We, we will type all our guest names before their arrival and try to get as much as information as we can. Uh, you can get from the social media or if they have any You're company. checking the Instagram account? We do. <gasps> we do. <laughs> oh my God. We have the time because we have only nine rooms, so it's uh, <laughs> yeah. really personalized. And then we, if, we, uh, if we understand the guest profile or we have any specific um, mm -hmm. uh, request, request uh, we, will, uh, we, we then go and personalize the room with... Um, our um, special pen, which mm -hmm. we actually draw or write messages on the mirror. Mm -hmm. So the guests, when they arrive and they check, uh, they check into the room, yeah. they'll see uh, a personalized message with maybe yeah. their name, if they're celebrating a, sp celebrating a special occasion, or if they're in um, a sp specific mm. trip. Uh, yeah. with any a happy honeymoon, uh, something. Yeah. Even we go further if they have a, um, a company. Uh, as I, I explained to you guys, when I arrived in front of the building, I couldn't find where it was. I was like, oh, did she wrote like the wrong address or something? And then finally I saw in like super tiny Margot house and then I level up my head and I saw uh, Margot write it on the window. But I guess I wasn't the only one who was in this situation. So how do you make sure that people can find you when you're in a tricky location like this? Well, we, we have um, an email, uh, what we call a welcome email. Mm -hmm. We'll send them before their arrival every, to every guest, five days before mm -hmm. check-in. Uh, in this email, we explained how to get here. It's kind of a template that we will personalize with a guest name and, and specifics. And yeah, you have it in English and Spanish and different languages. So in the email, it shows the where the hotel, the, where the building is located, and then once inside the building, you will go to the first floor, which is where our hotel is located. Okay, so by email, by email, you make yeah. sure that people find you. Okay, well, I didn't get the email. So <laughs> I was just like an idiot. <laughs> and what is your procedure to avoid uh, bad comments? Because I guess that when you have nine rooms, one bad comment is like killer. Right. Well, we. that's what I'm always trying to explain to my team, it's important to communicate with our guests during their stay. So every single day you have an opportunity to talk to our guests, to understand their needs, and if it, there's something that it can be um, fixed or, mm -hmm. or, or arranged, uh, the time to do, the right time to do it is during their stay, because then they will live happy. So that's our strategy, make sure that they feel at home, during their stay and they, they can explain all their needs so we can avoid any um, bad uh, experience. Bad As yeah. you explained me, one of the guests said that she wanted to have a bit more of light in the room to do her makeup. Correct, and uh, that's for, for instance something that maybe she would never mention, mm. but uh, since we were talking to this uh, guest, and, uh, yeah. this person, she said, you know, everything is perfect, or breakfast is good, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. I would, I'm missing some light in the room, so okay. that's perfect, so we can grab another lamp and go to yeah. the room. Cause and nothing, and make exactly. a perfect review, because she'd be and like, oh my god, they're so nice, yeah. they changed the light just for me. Exactly. All right, and... Um, because you've been working all over the world 
and you had a lot of different positions. I would like to know which are the qualities you are looking into staff when you are doing the recruitment. It's the question that I think students really want to know. <laughs> of course. Um, I really like the commitment. So um, it's not all about experience or having the best degrees or, or masters, but it's about focusing on your daily job, being passionate and, and committed. If, if any employee, it doesn't matter the, the position, but feels that belongs to something bigger, mm -hmm. that they take ownership, they feel committed, then you have the perfect uh, employee. Yeah, and as you, you told me that you want people to feel like this place is their home. Correct. So they can make the customer feel like this is their home. Exactly. If you, if, if you have a, an employee which is trustful and the employee feels that this uh, company, this hotel, it's the part of their ho home, they will, um, you know, they will make everything. Mm -hmm. Because they will feel comfortable, exactly. so they make people feel comfortable. At home, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's okay, fair. that's actually a very uh, good answer. Thank you for saying that. Part one is finished. Uh, what did I like about it is that, as you know, we are in a venue that has nine rooms, and I thought it was really interesting to learn how do you make clients feel special? And what kind of extra service can you do when you have nine rooms? So, and all furthermore, yeah, I like to record this podcast because the venue was beautiful, but you will know it if you check their website. Uh, we're going to start the part two and um, you're going to learn a bit more about Olga. I thought that his, her profile was really interesting because she's been working in Spain, in Dubai, in Mauritius Island, in Beijing in the past. And she'll learn how to adapt herself to that kind of different environment. So you guys can learn from it. Furthermore, uh, Olga is really a nice person to talk to. I mean, she's like, she has a great heart and you can see it from outside. So it was a pleasure to talk to her. So I hope that you guys will have the same pleasure to listen to the podcast. Thank you. Okay, guys, thank you for carrying on to listen to us the second part of the episode. As usual, we're going to get into the career of uh, Olga and learn a bit more about her. So Olga, you've been telling me that you worked in, in Beijing before and then you've been working in Mauritius. Which mm -hmm. other location? Uh, Dubai. Ah, yeah, yeah. Dubai. Mm -hmm. And now it's been 17 years that you're in the hospitality industry. So what makes you stick with hospitality? Um, I must say I love hospitality. I'm quite passionate about this, um, about the feeling of giving to our guests or to other mm -hmm. people this um, service. Uh, I'm very much... Um, I'm a lover. I love to travel around the world, and I I love the feeling of to be on holidays or even if it's for business purposes. So to to make the guests feel at home, it's something that uh, I like. It's something that I like them to feel comfortable. So that's that's I would say uh, the main reason why I'm, I studied hospitality mm -hmm. and why I still uh, work in hospitality. So you like to make people feel comfortable. Yes, you I'm like happy. to make people feel happy. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so let's carry on with the happiness. Would you mind telling us what is your best memory in your career? Well, the time I was uh, living and working in Mauritius, at, I would say it's, it was... So guys, just Mauritius Island is an island nearby Africa, which is known for its tolerance and the mix of the population. You can find people that are 
Asian, uh, Africans, European, all the different cultures and religion, and they live happy, happy together. And Olga had the chance to be working in a high-end hotel yes. there. So yes, it's a very nice um, property, and um, we had guests from all around the world. But the most what made what made me more happy is the team. They, as, as you mentioned, they are from different cultures and religions. They all live together in harmony. Um, the place is magical. You have the Indian Ocean uh, mm -hmm. surrounding yeah. nearby. And uh, I remember that time being the, one of the best times in my life because I, I, yeah, I had the opportunity not only to make our guests happy, which is my main mm -hmm. purpose, but also to deal to help the local community. Ah, yeah. And that's something that um, I strongly believe it's it's uh, it should be it should be done by uh, hosp uh, by hotels because it's not only about luxury and and. So as you explained me, the hotel you were working with was trying to make connection with brown and people working nearby the hotel and not buying product for like big companies from the other side of the world. They were giving back to the community. Exactly. And not only this, not only the suppliers, but also the team was lo um, locals. locals. It, I think it was there was a 7% of expats in the whole mm. um, property. And then we were giving back to the local community. We were doing actions for um, uh, schools, for... Um, oh kindergarten and for and we were um, giving back the linen or towels that were okay. used it were in perfect conditions but maybe some small yeah, ribs yeah, or something cannot be perfect. exactly cannot be um, placed in a hotel guest mm -hmm. room but uh, we were giving this to charity oh that's cool mm -hmm. uh, would you mind to describe us because yeah it's another question I want to ask you because you've been all over the world so what about your leadership style? Like, <laughs> well, that that really depends on the on the hotel and on the um, would say the country you are, mm -hmm, the team. and the team definitely. Uh, I would say my my leadership style is uh, always I try to lead by example and I try to um, make my team understand the reason behind every action. Mm -hmm. So I won't say just you have to do this because. I'm telling you to do, but I want them to to get involved in the mm -hmm. main goal or the main purpose of the hotel or, or the business. So yeah, so that's my way to uh, be very patient and explain. And maybe if I have to train myself how to do something to my team, I'll do it first myself and then they will yeah. uh, follow me. Because as you told me, it's just one of your strengths to be able to put yourself into someone else's boots. Yes, yes. I believe that's something, if I can say, that's something that I have it already, mm -hmm. but I've learned how to deal with different oh, nationalities yeah. and that makes me um, may, maybe more open-minded. So that made me understand so many different points of view and... and yeah. Yes, after working in Beijing, Dubai, yeah. and Mauritius, yeah, you open mind. Yes, <laughs> and we have uh, people working from different nationalities, like uh, Philippines mm. or Indian or Pakistan. And sometimes, uh, me being a woman or being uh, ah, yeah. young, mm, younger than them, in Islamic countries, it's 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 quite difficult. So, instead of just rejecting or, or acting against, against, 
if you try to understand your guest or mm -hmm. your team member and put yourself in their shoes, then it's easy for them to follow you. All right. Uh, as you explained to me when you were living in, when you were working in Mauritius, you were in this very high hand hotel and you had to deal with some very big name, big personalities in the movies or in the football industry, which is very stressful. How did you learn how to pass this, this kind of stress? That was quite tough for me uh, when I was younger. And I, you know, you see, see these celebrities or famous people in front of you and, and, you, and they are trusting you to help them. They, they <laughs> want you to, to, yeah. to, to, to fulfill their request. And uh, for me at the beginning, it was quite shocking and, and, and difficult. But that at, at some time, I thought, you know, you know what, Olga, these people are just like you and mm -hmm. they have to go to the toilet the same time <laughs> like, like any regular person. And I think it's just a, a, as a curiosity, but I think it's something that helped me to deal with these kind of personalities. So guys, if one day at work you have Justin Bieber in front of you, just imagine him going to the bathroom. That's how you're going to do a perfect customer service. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. And uh, which advice would you give to someone who would like to do your job? First of all, do it from your heart. So um, be passionate about what you do and you will be then the best one doing it. So that's the romantic answer. And the real answer is always, always, always recycle yourself. Don't mm -hmm. just go on to the university and then start working. During your professional career, I believe it's important to stop sometimes, do a master's degree, or just to um, sign up for courses or okay. continue learning languages. Mm -hmm. That's so, so, so important. I can see it because uh, you didn't so, but during the post, Olga was asking me, like, what is the software I use to edit the podcast? And she was, like, almost taking notes, like, ah! <laughs> I was like, wow, okay, you're interested in doing <laughs> All right. Well, guys, we, we're done with the podcast. So thank you for listening. And thank you for Olga for taking her time uh, to answer my, uh, my bothering and bizarre questions. So see you guys for the next episode. And uh, have a good day. Thank you. Goodbye. Want to be part of the podcast? No problem. Just send me a message on LinkedIn at Morgan Shex and I will get back to you. Thank you.